The Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to The Unfiltered by Jade, where we educate, empower, and entertain. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, download, donate, and make everybody know who this. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to the Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here Steve Lawrence. Steve Lawrence has spent most of his adult life immersed in research, management of technology, mediated environments, higher education, curriculum, and change leadership. He enjoys training, mentoring, lecturing in the areas of virtual learning, computer science, educational technology, and business management. He has for the past 25 years, leverage technology and media in educational, business, and corporate context. Having expert-level experience in design, implementation, configuration, and maintenance of vast range of technology systems and learning management systems. He is the husband of Lady Francine Gail Lawrence and the father to four children. He loves God, ministry, and the study of Bible, especially in concordance with the original languages in which it was penned. Hi, Steve. Hi. I'm actually excited about this discussion. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. So I'm excited to have this conversation with you about men. So the topic is, can a man be his best self single? Nice. <laughs> so what I want to ask you first is, what does it mean to be your best self when single and how does it differ from being in a relationship? The interesting thing is that um, no person is truly singular. Um, once you're a part of a society, a family, a community, you're one off, mm -hmm. right? And that then also not only is mediated by what you want to do and what you need to do, but also what the community or the society around you demands of you. So it's a really complicated um, set of events because one, if you are by yourself, you're not really by yourself. Because a lot of the things you do are not only for you, but for those around you who have expectations or who you have responsibility to. Now, as it relates to the specifics of a relationship, and I'm going to take the position that this is referring to an intimate relationship. Yes. If you are by yourself, it is really not about you being by yourself, but it is more about you spending that time to work on you to become who you need to be when you're with someone else. 
Now, that sounds a bit strange because typically what we tend to do is we have this list of what we want for our partners. I want a partner that can do this, that, X, Y, Z, whatever the case is. But the truth is, the only person you really get to do some work on is you. Yeah. Right? And the moment that clicks where it's about you and the introspection and the work and the change management and the, all those things, then it changes everything. Now, the disadvantage of being yourself is that your sanity, your behaviors, your idiosyncrasies, all of those things are mediated by people. Right. So literally, from a psychological perspective, what you do is you, you kind of share up your responsibility of who you are to the people around you. So if you give jokes and they're not laughed at, you kind of learn from that and you give different jokes. Right. If you are excessively talkative and people drift off and fall asleep in the middle of the conversation, you are, you read that as I need to shorten it, I need to compress it, I need to do a better job of summary. Right. So when you're by yourself, mm -hmm. it kind of warps you if you're not careful and if you're not monitoring it carefully, because then you don't have that which will sharpen you. So there's this whole adage that iron sharpened iron. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have anyone to help you become your better self or best self, it's very easy for you to go off track because mm -hmm. it's hard for you to mediate self. And I'll give you an example. If a person does not have all the teeth they need to have in the top row and in the bottom row, by the time they become adults going into senior adulthood, you'll actually have the teeth growing longer than they should because they don't have the other one to oppose it, to keep it in check. In the very same way, when you're single, while you're single intimately, it doesn't mean you should stay away from people because people help you refine who you become as the end product. Oh. Your best self in a relationship is, is, is the easier journey because well, it varies for, for, for others. But for me, I have one simple principle and it's called reciprocity. So I am there giving it the best shot of being a supportive partner, of being a, a supportive husband, being a, 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 a father that is involved, a hands-on dad. I'm involved in the finances, in the, the care, the discipline, the provision all these things. What that does for me is that the truth is it becomes less selfish and less self-centered. And there's so much joy that comes from servitude. So serving within a relationship allows you to give all of you to the comfort and the enrichment and the support of someone else. Mm -hmm. And if reciprocity is actually the tenet on which it is built, it will mean that you also get supported in a very good way. So your best self in a relationship is really being the kind of partner that you would want for yourself. Mm. And once you start looking at the mirror in that way, you give a much better 
just scheme up for the person who has to be in that relationship with you. What you're trying to do is, I know people don't like the word contend because it sounds as if it's violent and it's oppositional and it's not submissive. But the truth is, you don't want a pushover as your partner. You want somebody that is going to hold you accountable when you are not going in the direction that you should go. Push back when you are going off the rails. Hold you steady when you are vibrating. Mm -hmm. And that might not be comfortable for you if you are not appropriately developed or you are not at the level of maturity that you should be emotionally, spiritually, physically. But it may just be the kind of structure that you need to become the kind of person that you need to be. Are there societal expectations or pressures that influence how men perceive their single status and their self-worth? Well, that's a yes, a yes, and a yes, and a yes, and a yes. <laughs> and the truth is, for, for each gender, the pressure is different, right? So a lot of what happens, like, for example, with females has to do with, are you able to be a good host of a family or you know are you able to remain committed those are some of the things that are you able to bear children but for the men um i am from i'm from jamaica and because i'm from jamaica some of the idiosyncrasies of my culture influence how i engage as it relates to relationships and even the whole uh, topic of this podcast being single and what what is expected within a relationship as a male is not only that you provide but you have to provide and also have contingencies in place because the view within my culture that i grew up in is that you don't take somebody's daughter and bring them into insecurity you need to put them somewhere where they can be safe, where they can be provided for, where they can be supported. And those kind of pressures are real pressures for, for single males because they know keep auditing their bank account and their accomplishments and where they are. And many of them are like, uh, I'm just not at the place where society expects me to be, to be a part of a relationship. And I've seen that even happen with people who are going into second or third marriages or who came out of a major relationship that they gave a lot of their resources and their time and effort to. When that fails, they feel as if they're starting from zero. Right. Mm -hmm. And the society almost tells them, listen, yeah, we hear your pain, you went through that, but don't look at anybody else's daughter or partner or whoever it is you consider your attractiveness to until you have put things in place to provide the kind of things that you'll find on the Maslow's hierarchy. You can provide food, shelter, clothing, <laughs> and, and transportation, and Here, the, money, and money, money, and mm-hmm. money, and money, and money. <laughs> and these are real. I, I remember I used to host a men's forum and one of the biggest concerns as it relates to insecurity among men was they never felt as if they had enough money mm. to kind of provide for the person that they had an interest in. Mm-hmm. Which is so interesting because what might have happened is that they could have gone ahead, they could have taken that chance on love and together built something beautiful. 
but because this person is working on this goal that is an evolving goal. It, the, the, the goal post is always moving. They may never venture out into what they should have because they're, they're worried that they're never enough. You know? But, but that's that's not only men's thinking, though. I think women also allow men to think that way because women don't want to be with men who have nothing. True. True. Women, and, and these days, women do not want to build with men. They want a man who already has. True, true. And, and the concern is, it, it's one of those things where the genders are not held at the same standard mm -hmm. as it relates to, and, and, and I guess it, it obtains on many other things. It's just that the pressure on the male is literally everything on that Maslow hierarchy needs, the man has to be able to provide for it, for not only himself, but for the partner that he chooses and any offspring that may come from that. Mm -hmm. So, while a female may only need to provide for her and show that she's a good steward of her resources, mm -hmm. the man has to provide proof that he can provide resources for himself and others. So it is him better, really. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. And, it's and it is not as encouraging as we would like it to be for men to really say, let's settle down and go into something committed because the perception is there that you are never enough. Mm. Right? And that, that is something scary from a male perspective because... The moment you suffer insecurity or inadequacy, you have begun a new set of other problems are onboarded into a really complicated journey of two people trying to come together in a relationship. Mm. Yeah. I think we ought to take more accountability for that in terms of if a man is trying or if we see... Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I don't even know if I'm, if I'm saying the right thing because these days... Potential is not even in the question. Nobody wants to date a potential. So they want to say if a man is trying. I don't know what exactly it is that you know women really want these days, apart from a man who already has. Because if it is that we're saying you know, as a man, let us settle down and let's build together. We don't want that because we're not really know we're not building together. You need to have already, you need to these are the criteria that you need to have in order for you to be with me. I do not want to be with an insecure man if he don't have these. And I don't want a man that's trying because it means that we're going to be struggling for some time. And that is the cry that a lot of women have. So I don't even know what to say in order to say, you know, we need to take accountability for what we say to men because that, that's just what is out there these days. And further to that, it, it creates quite a... It, it creates a a rush in the market because then what happens whether or not you're in a culture that allows you to have multiple partners what you will find is that the person who has maximal resources will have the top pick of a number of courting and mating partners oh yes while the person who has limited to no resources is almost never selected right so the person with one will always have more offering and the person with none may never have an offer or an option available. And that is problematic. And, and we, go back, we go back to the topic also. A man is better building with a woman than with himself. Yeah. And, and it, it goes to the point I made earlier that the truth is for our sanity and for our 
self-development and improvement and growth. We need other people. And this is not only about intimacy. You audit, you are audited by those within your circle, within your friend group, within your work group, within your church group, within your whatever social structure you find yourself in with others. They tell you, essentially, growing up, your, your parents try to make you acceptable for others. So a lot of the discipline that parents do is really so that other people don't reject you. So they're oh. trying to, the whole thing of teaching manners and teaching certain behaviors is really so that you get accepted into people groups. When you go into these people groups, at that point, you then know all it out your behavior. Whatever you're doing, you will look for the cues from the people around you to determine whether to repeat that action or to desist or to minimize or to adjust. If you don't have people around you who can check you, who can give you feedback honestly, who can hold you accountable, you are going to the reason. You are going to go off track. And we see how, even for example, if you look at some of the entertainment industry people, they get famous, they get a certain amount of resource um, stockpile. So all of a sudden, police no longer give them tickets. They kind of skirt around the law in many things because they get away with so much mm -hmm. until they have gone so far from the point of centrist that when they finally end up in a scenario, it is beyond rescue because they were already so way out mm -hmm. as an outlier variable that what they deemed as okay and normal was way on the fringes of normalcy and societal norms. And then they end up facing the repercussions of cancellation, whether the cancel culture or imprisonment or death, because they went too far from the accepted norms. Because that is what has kept us alive for, for, for centuries. The fact that people could harmonize and do group things and follow societal norms. The people that end up on the fringes many times don't survive because people actually need people. True. True. People need yeah. people. With with saying that, how can men navigate the loneliness and isolation of being single? The loneliness and isolation of being single, it varies along a spectrum. So if you are introverted and you're a loner, you might not feel it as severely as the person who feeds off the energy of others, who is a people person, a social butterfly. I can tell you for one, I am a social butterfly. I like having people around. I like having people over. I'm the person who will cook big meals and sit with my friends. Those are the things I enjoy. So during the lockdown of COVID-19, it was exceptionally brutal for me because I wasn't having interactions with anybody. I only had virtual contact with clients and my, my at the time, students. And I the only person I interacted with was my partner. Mm -hmm. And she would then go off to the hospital and be around other adults. I wasn't having any adult interaction or adult conversation. And that was mm -hmm. difficult for me. And it was the first time in my life that I understood clearly what it must feel like for those who really don't have a choice because they are not wired to be sociable. They weren't oriented towards, you know, making connections and, you know, maintaining friendships. They struggle because even if you say you don't want it, 
your biology and your psychology requires it. Right. And even your mental health and how you normalize the things that are normalized as your behaviors, it requires others to audit it. Yes. So what you can do is, even if it is not an intimate relationship, find groups of people that are like-minded. So if you are somebody who is a, game, a person who is into board games, you join a Scrabble club or a bridge club or a, you play dominoes or you... You, you, you know, you, you, you figure out something that gets your own other people who are focused on a, a similar um, adventure. Um, these service clubs, like, um, I, I don't necessarily want to choose a particular name. Right, right. Find a service club that is in line with your value systems. And if it's checking up, that allows you to serve others and to be a part of things that give benefit to people and allow you to interact, then that will kind of keep you busy because some of these service schedules are, are brutal. If you have ever served, for example, like in a church post, <laughs> you know that it's a full-time job and it's oh, a yeah. job mm -hmm. and it's a, it's, it's a job that typically has no money associated with it. Right. So what it does do, it keeps you occupied, it keeps you busy and it gets your own people. And sometimes that is what is required. It's not about the money. What you mean is the is the mental health signals that you will get from the others that you interact with. Mm -hmm. So learning to interact with people is important. It's essential. It's an adult and you still struggle with me meeting others and making friends and having conversations. Spend some time developing, developing it. Because just as how... Not nobody is born a chess savant or a, you know, a, 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 you have people who play by ear, but you still have to practice to some amount of degree. Any organ, any, 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 any kind of um, musical instrument, anything like that to gain mastery of it. Right. Repetition is involved. So even if you are not initially gifted with the gift of gap, you watch people giving speeches. You watch people giving tours. You you spend time observing others do it. And then you start in your own way to start to inch out into becoming what is needed for you to relate to others and engage others. And what that does is it allows you to then constantly refresh your pool of people you are connected to. So today I went to a, a, a lecture series um, at a, a prominent local university and as a part of the program. And I left today with about four or five phone numbers that I never had before. And these are people that I had extensive discussions with. We talked about research, we talked about many different things. But now I have expanded my network. And even though I may have friends that I no longer know relate to as closely or as frequently, I now know that from this new pool, I may find one or two that will become a more current part of my auditing of behaviors and yes. insanity check marking system. Yes. So mm -hmm. it is a pool that sometimes requires constant refreshing. Mm -hmm. And depending on your personality type, not everybody likes to meet people, not everybody is outgoing. Right. But it does require that you have people around you to help you become your best self. Nice. Well said. How can single men set and pursue meaningful goals? that contribute to their personal development? Well, 
the whole thing about setting goals or goal setting, you have to, if you don't have a target, you will hit anything and call it your task. Mercy. Right? And that's something that's really profound because if you sit down and you let time pass, time is not going to stop for you, but you'd have lost it and you'd have lost the opportunity to have grown or developed or evolved or to be a part of something meaningful. So one of the things, for example, I have done for most of my adult life, I have never gone for a year of my life that I've not done some kind of course, mm -hmm. whether it's a single workshop, whether it's a series of workshops, whether it's a lecture series, whether it's a, a, a roundtable discussion, a research, a, a, a seminar, whether it's an online course, whether it's an in-person session, whether it's training outside my competence bank, whatever it is, I'm like, I want to grow and expand beyond who I was last year. Right. Now, for some people, whether it's a resource limitation or time limitation, location limitation, that might look differently. But the key is you have to see yourself as your biggest investment. Mm. And the moment that that sinks in, the only way that your bank account grows is if you add money to it. Mm. Right? And you put it in something that yields high interest. It's the same thing that you have to know. View yourself as a person who requires investment, who requires the time, who requires that you spend time pouring into the cup. A lot of people, you know, running around helping everybody and they have not spent any time. As a matter of fact, to give you an example, I know of at least three or four males who have spent in majority their resources taking out loans sent their partners to the highest level of qualification that they had an interest in. Well, they themselves have not done anything beyond the time that they left, whether it's primary or some wow. kind of secondary education. Wow. Now, in every single case that I just talked about, the relationship did not work out even after that long, extensive period of investment. Nope. And what happened is that the person who was being invested in kept growing. The person that was doing the investing was lopsided because they invested in the other person, but not in themselves. Yes. So they pushed the person all the way down the road and then wondering why the person never kept up with them. And I didn't push the person, you know. <laughs> they were the person who invested and put time in, but they never saw themselves as being worthy of an investment. Now, it didn't mean that they had to pursue academia if it was academia the person was interested in. They didn't necessarily have to pursue higher degrees, but they could have found things to develop themselves that would also give them the kind of growth that would then now close the gap. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's yeah. something very important for, for, for us to, to, to moment because it can change the reality if we decide to view ourselves as an investment and put in the time and resources into the development and growth because it is necessary for us to develop and grow as we mature it is a part of maturation um so this part that you have just spoken on is a very very important aspect um it's I, i'm gonna say it's not only for men to hear but for women um normally i have seen a lot of women push men 
And as you said, get them to higher education, where it is that they want to go. And the women are still stuck in the same phase that they're at and they're not growing and they get upset when the person leaves. But you are no longer at the same level. It's harsh to say it's harsh to hear, but that's a reality of the situation. So I think this is a very important part that people need to listen to and take note of self-development, developing in your own self and seeing yourself as your biggest investment. You are an investment and you need to be your primary depositor. Are there common misconceptions or stereotypes about single men that can affect their self-perception? Boy, that list is such a long list. (laughs) Because you see societal pressure is one of the tricky things about societal pressure is that as you get more granular with it, for each person that is a part of the critique or the pressure group, Mm-hmm. It varies. So you might end up getting pressure from all angles and it's all different things. So it's not just that you need to work on this one thing. You know, one person might have a challenge with your finances. Another person have a challenge with your car. Another person have a challenge how you dress. Another person may have a challenge with your use of language. But one of the biggest misconceptions, especially within the cultures that I've lived in, is that the moment a male is single, the first question is, what is wrong with him? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and that, that's such a weird thing because the truth is, singleness should be a choice. Yeah. You know? Singleness should be a choice, literally. The not, moment... in your, not in your background, though. In, in, in my reality is that, <laughs> no, I... I have I ever been single? I'm not sure. No, but, I'm not. I'm not talking about your background specifically. You, I'm talking about where you come from, Jamaica. It's not a reality there. That's not supposed to happen. Have the pressure from that societal influence why I probably can't remember ever being single for anything. <laughs> even if it's not the best thing to be a part of, at least you're not alone. And never the right reason to be in a relationship. Trust me. Right? That's that's not how you go partner shopping. Just try not to be alone. That that many many ills can come of that kind of uh, oh, yeah. reality, you know. But the truth is, one of the biggest concerns is that people are judged. They are they feel as if they are. Um, there's a lot of pressure there because the, the person cannot see themselves as as being okay because everybody's kind of looking on them you know with a john these eyes saying you know <laughs> what could be wrong uh-huh. what could be wrong when in truth and in fact it may just have been a choice where the person say you know what let me focus on me right now let me focus on my studies let me focus because i can tell you one thing if you want to have some challenges academically you pursue your relationship and in pursuing it, make that relationship fall apart. <laughs> all your studies, all of a sudden, the demand mentality with which you pursued your academic journey, it falls away. Yeah. For some people, it may be a little different, but in majority, any major relationship shock affects it runs through the, the full person into all areas of their life. Yes. Right? So 
it's really a big deal where, you know, we have to look at being okay with the fact that even though I'm not the judge by the society incorrectly, I need to be okay with saying, I know what I'm doing. I need to be self-assured to say, they don't understand the bigger plan. So the misconception is fine, right? Mm. I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you 100%. But in terms of the the societal name tags that they're going to get, I think a lot of men don't want that. Yeah. And it, especially, it, it, especially if they're single and don't have one child. Yes, that, that even complicates it. And it's so in interesting because we can look at this from a Judeo-Christian perspective or from a non-religious perspective. Within both camps, you're a judge. Um, you, 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 you cannot attend a family gathering without an older relative asking, True. If, if, <laughs> what are your plans? Uh -huh. um, and you adding to the family, uh -huh. you know, um, if you don't plan to have some, you know, whatever it is. No one cares about your financial reality, your ability to provide for a partner and children, to provide a house or shelter of sorts and security. Those things are not necessarily taken into the consideration. It is you just the person is not with somebody, something is either wrong or they are an outlier, which are not necessarily conceptions that are correct. So let like people's misconceptions affect you. Can single men still have a fulfilling and balanced life encompassing personal growth, career success, and meaningful connections with others? The truth is, you know, a single person is in the best position for self-development. In the sense that the moment you take on a partner and family, you now share multiple timetables and schedules that need to be synchronized. And that is the most difficult thing in the world because everybody's priority is their priority. Mm -hmm. And then your development becomes an ever-competing member of that, that rat race. So a person who, for example, finds themselves single really should invest that time into the growth phase of their life. If mm -hmm. they have a business, they get to stay later and longer at it. If they're studying, they get to put more hours in. If, you know, if they're in a new job, they get to really make a good impression because they can work longer hours and spend more time on the target, the strategic target for the institution. Right. When you have a partner who you need to account to for your time and your focus, it, 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 it complicates some things because some, for example, it does not matter how critical your mission or your strategic goals are at work. The moment you walk through the door, your partner expects that you make them mission critical. Right. But the truth is you might still have a deadline of midnight. You might still have a deadline of tomorrow where you need to be the lead presenter on a project. Or you might need to give a report to a body that is going to make decisions about funding. Now, it may sound important to you, but almost... I won't, I won't put a number to it, but in many instances, the ability to communicate how significant your goal is that you need to complete is almost always taken as if the person is not your top priority. Mm. 
that yeah. complicated, man. Because the truth is, it takes cash to care. You have a family to feed and to them. But that's not how these discussions typically go. Nobody is sitting down and doing an item list and kind of sorting them based on the hierarchy. No, it's not happening like that. The person yeah. doesn't see themselves as first choice. You have made a choice elsewhere. End of discussion. <laughs> it's never that simple. But in majority, that is how people are socialized. Another complicated thing is that I think a lot of the cartoons and the storylines of movies throughout time have done a disservice because instead of painting a picture of a man and a woman or two partners working together towards a common goal, what we have reinforced from very early is a knight in shining armor, mm -hmm. a in distress. Mm -hmm. And then into adult life, you find people playing these roles. But that aren't, those aren't real roles, you know. That's not how bills get paid on time. That's not how monkeys <laughs> are kept up on. <laughs> it requires mutual planning, help me, behavior, reciprocity. But the story that is sold really early in the formation of worldviews and personality development and behavior reinforcement is that song and dance story of, you know, cartoons and fantasies. Yep, and, and you're, supposed to spend, you're supposed to yeah. spend all the time with me, yet still take care of the things that you need to do. You want your full attention. I want you to always, you should call me 10 times from work. I should know every step of the way what you're doing. But yet you must focus, you must be safe, you must be productive, and you must bring home the cheddar. It's, <laughs> It's a, it's a very weird compendium of competing priorities. But that is the socialization that many have received, whether from the written curriculum or the hidden curriculum of social influence and cartoons and societal norms. Some of the things that are normalized, you know, some of the things that are considered to be traditional, you know, are not good for you in the medium to long term, you know, but it is reinforced by the society. So mm -hmm. a lot of dysfunction gets transmitted and passed down as tradition. When we know it, many, many of these things need to be dispelled with for successful relationship. Very true. Very true. And I think women need to understand what their, expe what their expectation really is. That alone can make a big difference. Yes. <laughs> expectations and communicated expectations. Two different uh... things, you know. Mm -hmm. Because expectations tend to be a very private matter in people's heads. And somehow, they think that the person that they met from a different home, a different parent, but understands understand and <laughs> somehow have violated some sacred sanctity by not looking into your brain and knowing what the neurons are firing. You know what? <laughs> It is such an interesting phenomenon to observe because many problems, if you were to dissect in majority relationship problems, and if you sat with the therapist or the psychologist doing these sessions, uncommunicated expectations is the culprit most of the times. True. Because the person have it in their head and somebody's over here not meeting the expectations and have no clue. How badly they are feeling the exam. True. Huh? Very, very true. 
Yeah. And then we get upset. See? Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> we're gonna get upset. <laughs> In the Bible, where it says it is not good for a man to be alone. Is that applicable today? Boy, interesting things. Um I'm happy that you asked that question about from the Bible and I'm happy you actually went with that. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because one of the things you have to be careful about, a lot of people grab pieces that appeal to whatever it is they intend to support. Mm -hmm. But whenever you read Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic, within, these are the original languages within which the scripts were written, the, the original manuscripts of the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's not possible to properly interpret what is being said without it being nested within the context. Okay. Right? So, when you look at, for example, it is not good for man to be alone. Right? You would think that that would have happened right after God created man. Mm -hmm. Right? But if you spend any time reviewing the biblical text, you will realize that God do one whole heap of work. Before. Right? And then now, he went ahead, and by the time you get to that Genesis 2, I think, verse 7, God formed man from the dust of the ground and made him alive with his spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And put him in Eden, right? And actually tell him to go do some work. Yep, he did so work. Up, you know, and say, you must go on in our garden, go eat some food, do some this and that, right? Tell him what to do, what not to do. Give him a job, say, name all of these things. And after now, he has spent a tremendous amount of time doing work. That is when he's ready to be completed by somebody to help him with work. Because the actual translation of wife is help me in, in how it is written in Genesis 2. Right. It is not that you're getting a servant. You're getting somebody to help you with the job of work, which is essential to underpin providing for families. Right. Right? So even though it's normalized now where a lot of people want to earn without work, where they want to do some chopping, some scamming, some stealing, some all of those things are dysfunctional because right. the original script when you read it in the Hebrew, you get to seven. God created man. Genesis 2, verse 7. You go a little further and give man some work for do. Mm -hmm. And after man gets some whole heap of work for do, that is where God said in verse 18, him are going to make a help meet for him. Mm -hmm. Right? And that is important because now you realize that. We need help. We benefit more from the partnership. Yes. You have to do some work by yourself, on yourself, mm. and putting in place that which will provide for the partnership and the resulting family that may come yes. before you can embark on both you want to be together. So that is why you know, <laughs> um, when my children are dating initially as teenagers, I smile. Because they swear that them, them throw their own words like soulmate and forever and happiness and love. 
I got to the point I don't memorize the name of the partners or the, 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 the special interest because I know that is a is a is a nine-day wonder, right? I know that in a couple of weeks or months, the person who is so endeared to them may not yep. be in the picture anymore. Yep. So I understand that is them developing themselves and understanding what they like, what they don't like, what other people are like. And that's important because it is helping to fix them and others and mm -hmm. prepare them and mature them for future successful relationships. Yes. So the truth is, in summary, being single is good if you spend the time working on others but also fostering your other relationships in your social circle. So yes. if you don't have an intimate relationship, it don't mean you don't relate to people. It means you still become a part of groups that allow you to relate to others with common interests and even divergent interests because people who don't see the world the way you see it are great at teaching you new things. Mm. If you just yeah. got on those who are interested in the things you are interested in, there's really nothing to learn. It becomes a very competitive, boring environment. Right, right. And expand your horizons. Expand your horizons by including things that are different and kind of outside of your norm. Yes. The other thing too, we have to remember, there's this thing that has changed my life. And I, I remember when I started to moment it, I was sitting on a flight. I think I was going to China, or it may have been before that. And for the very first time in many years, I've, I've, I've taken thousands of flights. I, I love flying. It's my favorite mode of transportation, right? You either put me on a plane or put me on a cruise ship. As much as I drive, I don't like driving. It, mm -hmm. I, I don't like dealing with traffic. And what I notice with when you're in the air, most of the time, you don't have no pothole and you don't have no traffic. That's right. Right. <laughs> right? So what I notice is that the advice that they give you is in case of an emergency, put on your mask. First. Get oxygen before you help others. Yes. And I think we can kind of adjust it to work on relationships as well to say, before you out there both you trying to be somebody's partner, please spend some time and do some work on you. Spend yes. some time putting on your oxygen mask and figuring out work and how well you, how much oxygen you're using, how much food you eat, how much bills you create. How to provide for one person and then you do the math and see how much it will require to provide for multiple people and kind of figure out those things before you go try help anybody else with their oxygen mask so yes. spend the time put in the work do the self-work before you onboard others in your journey those are some of my nuggets that was really good steve <laughs> see where is it that we can find you if people want to talk to you people want to have you on their shows where is it that they can find you well, I'm not hard to find, you know. I'm on Facebook as Steve O'Neill Lawrence. Um, I've not seen anybody else with that handle on Facebook, so Hi. I shouldn't be difficult to find. <laughs> on LinkedIn, I'm Steve O'Neill Lawrence. On Instagram, I'm actually Brother S. Lawrence. But these are some of the more um, open media that you can find me on. And once you reach out, I tend to respond within a day or two because... I, I, I try to carve out a few minutes every day to just clear my messages on these platforms. So, you know, if you want to have these kind of discussions, or even if it's just a one-on-one, one-off message, we can do that as well. Because 
not all ministries are public ministries. Sometimes it's just a one-on-one -on -one that really yes. give us the kind of help that we need to be for each other. Very good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you so much again, Steve. And I want to thank my listeners for continuing to listen to the Unfiltered by Jade. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa.